Previously on In the Moment. I said, we will try to make this right. The yeah, who are they going to call? What's call the number? It. Well, give them a number. Why don't you? <laughs> this is why you don't ever try to lead in radio when you're not in radio. What's the number, Coast? Who you want them to call? Ghostbusters? I knew he was. Because you always got a fucking cornboard joke in the cut. That was your moment, too. I wasn't even going to let you do that shit. Mother, I knew he was going to try to get Ghostbusters off. No, we're not doing that. Your name's already on the show. You could have gave it to No, no, I'm not letting you land that. But, seriously, DM us. We're going to try to make it right. We got to find this, Jack. I'm in the moment, stay in the moment, yeah, hey. You fought someone through a fence once. I'm in the moment. Remember that's when I got hit in the neck. <laughs> and I couldn't turn to my left or my right for about a week. And that whole week, every time I saw that girl, I'd be like, Mo, look. Yeah, it wasn't funny. I got tired of y'all pulling that joke off. We were in the backyard. Again, we're in college. We were knuckleheads. I don't remember exactly what happened. These guys were just starting with us. Yes, they came from a different school. We went to ODU. Not they kept the, asking us to box them. Yeah, not the toughest school on the block. And people used to come from other schools and try to punk us. And we said yes, and they wouldn't box us. Well, yeah, That's because people, I, I know, but they, they would come to the school and they would start things with you. And Absolutely. most of the people in our school were smart enough to just ignore it. We were not. Not us. No. So when you came with that energy for us, we was giving that energy right back. And we did it a lot. And in this one particular day, they wanted to box us for some reason. And I don't think they, they were prepared. They only kept coming up to us, too. Well, because we were, we were feeding into it. Yes. We were giving them the attention that they wanted. Again, not the smartest thing to do, but we were there for it. And so we, they were like, hey, let's do it. And then all I remember is we were supposed to go outside. We were supposed to leave the backyard and go Merry Christmas with this group of hoodlums. That we don't know. That we don't know. <laughs> Have no beef with. No, no beef at all. Just going to fight. Just bored in college. Stupid. Young, <laughs> dumb, willing to fight. And there was a gate. Typical college party shit. And it was a door to the gate where you could just go out the door. Or you could hop the gate. But there was a hole. A hole in the fence. In the fence. Yep. Big asshole. Big hole. Where you could kind of like put one leg through, duck down, put the other leg through, that kind of thing. Or, or you could fight someone. In. And that's what Coast did. And I just remember you squaring up in the most, like it looked like you had practiced squaring up your entire life for this moment. <laughs> it was the most fierce square up I've ever seen in my life. And he's sitting there really throwing punches with another dude through a hole in a fence. <laughs> and it was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my fucking life. The door was right there. Too. The door was right next to the hole. Around. Just walk through the door. You These know, two idiots are going 12 rounds <laughs> through a hole in the fence. Yeah, it wasn't smart. smart. <laughs> I could have hit my hand on the fence. It could have been bad. Yeah. Thankfully, I just hit him. Eventually, <laughs> I get... Tired of watching this fight through the fence. And just when you thought I was smarter. Oh, you weren't. <laughs> I see him kind of give Coast like a, a yule kit. And then I jumped through the fence. My adrenaline kicked in and I didn't go through the door either. 
I went through the hole in the fence. We should just tell people the door was locked. The door was locked. No. Everybody, the door was locked. That's just the dumb why things you, you do when you're drunk. Why would you be fighting between the fence and the I door wasn't know. locked? I, I jumped through the hole and I chased the guy. Remember? Yes. And I'm down the street. Down the street. Hauling ass. Finally catch up to him. Put him on the ground, allegedly. Do some things to him. Allegedly. Allegedly. And then I feel. On your neck. On my neck. Who hit somebody in the neck? And it was the hardest I'd ever been hit in my life. You boxed. Including boxing. I've never been hit like this. And I, and I immediately was kind of dizzy. But I got up. And I still had enough wherewithal to kind of know what was around me. And I just remember it was like a circle of people. I remember that. I remember turning around trying to figure out who hit me. It was like one of those moments. Which one of y'all hit me? And each person was five people. So if it's 10 people out there, it's now 50. And I'm doing the whole thing that they do in the movies. Like, yo, who hit me? Like somebody's going to go, that was me. It was on me, bro. So, of course, no one answers. To this day. No clue. I don't know who hit me or what they hit me with. I remember you looking at me because I was back still at the house because there was other people. Yeah. We were other situations, too. Right. And you had chased the dude, but I had no clue where you were at. And I'm in another situation. You get back. Everything is kind of done at this point. You were like, Coach, who the fuck hit me? Which is another stupid thing I used to do. Whenever I got into like a little fisticuffs with my friends, I would always leave the group to go chase somebody. <laughs> now I'm alone. It's the dumbest thing. Stay with your friends. And I was like, I have no clue. And I don't remember who it was at the time. Might have been Phil. I'm not sure. It was Philly style. It was Phil. Philly. Phil looked, and he was like, I was there, but I don't know who hit you. I was like, oh, shit. Man, I think he knew. He had to know. To this day, I, I think, think Philly knew. I think to his defense, he was probably just trying to, like, because we would have fought. He, yeah, he knew he I knew wasn't going to let dumb. it go if he told me. Yeah, and I think he was just like, all right, before the police get here, let's get the fuck he out. He probably kept us out of jail for doing that. He probably did leave him alone. Well, my neck didn't feel the greatest yeah. either. The next day, you probably would have got him. The too. next, yo, you remember, you remember me sitting on the couch, and I just, like, that was my favorite thing to do because I didn't have to actually move my neck? I couldn't do anything. Like, I literally could not move my neck. You couldn't take notes in class. I couldn't do couldn't anything, shit. bro. It was no, like, my left and right didn't work on my joystick. And that's a hard way to play the game. Let me tell you. No buckets. Who's next? Now, I need you. This story we don't necessarily have to go into, into, because I told this story in great detail. I don't remember the episode. I want to say it was... Was it something? Was it was it called Barry Sanders? It, of course it was called Barry. I think it was called, called Barry. It's called Barry. It's Bar- called Barry. And uh, Barry something. I think it was something else in it. But I was talking about a rat who, or a mouse. This was, was a, a mouse. mouse. This, was, this was a mouse. It was a black mouse. Who we affectionately named, nicknamed Barry's. Barry Sanders. For the fact that we could not catch this mouse. And it was at a time where in our dorm, we didn't realize it at first, but there was a hole underneath the toilet, and we lived on the first floor. So these mice were just coming in and out. And for a while, we couldn't figure out why. But every day, we catch mice. We would catch mice, and literally, it got to the point where it was, it was, it just felt like it was always a mouse in the apartment. And this one particular day, I think we finally got the hole patched up and we got it figured out, and it was only one more mouse to catch. That was Barry. Barry wasn't meant to be caught, fam. <laughs> Not every bird's meant to be caged. This <laughs> Barry's no. He's when I tell you he was nice, sick. This mouse had way more moves. <laughs> he had ratted him, fam. His father had to be a rat. Because the man was too sick. No, his father was Gail Sayers. <laughs> yes. 
His father was Jim Brown. Jumped in the motor of the fridge was halfway up the fridge. He jumped in Somehow the fridge. Somehow he jumped in that to hide from us. He jumped in the fridge, grabbed a piece of cheese, <laughs> juked three people, and went back into his hiding place. He hid under the oven. We had it completely trapped. We pulled the oven out. He's not there. He got through like at least five traps. We set up at least five. And now, mind you, first mouse I've ever seen jump. He jumped. He over jumped. Our I remember that. Let me let me make this clear. We caught all the mice. All of them. Like, we were good. The first one, we celebrated. Fam. I remember I threw my shirt. Yes. That was when Phil said he grew up on a farm and it was nothing. The mouse got near him. He, he threw, said, his ah! he ah! threw his trash can. I remember Phil was like, yo, I ain't scared we of no mice. Like, we had a whole farm where I'm from. Like, I'm from Martinsville. Fam, we was in the fields dealing with lions. Y'all ain't here scared of mice. <laughs> mice. That mice got two, two feet from ah! I said, yo, it'll sit your punk ass down. He ain't yelling like that. I remember we caught the mouse. Shout out to T. Shout out T, to T. T's the man. Coaching, what is coaching? Charlottesville still? I believe so. Good dude. T, after I caught the mouse, we put it in, we were going to take it out. We had it in a bag. This man, T, I'm, we're taking him by the trash can, just going to let him out. Yeah. Just slammed the shit out the <laughs> mouse and killed the mouse. And I was like, bro. I remember that. You didn't even catch that mouse. Nah, but You're he wanted. supposed to be the one doing that. Man's a whole murderer. I was going to let the mouse go. But he would have came right back. You did want to let the mice go, for the most part. Do, you would always want to let them go. Do you remember the dumbest thing that we might have done in college? We got that same apartment. So many. We got that same apartment that we knew had mice. Yeah. Back no, to back but the, years. That's the thing. The apartment didn't have mice. It's just that it had a hole, and there were a lot of mice in between in those walls. Once we patched the hole up, we were good. That was year two, I think. Yeah, yeah. But we probably, well, we, it took us a while to figure out that the hole was there. That was the problem. Like, I, I finally saw it one day, and I was like, well, oh, this makes shit. all the sense in the world. I mean, we had ODU come look at it like 30 times. You they remember, did, and they ain't seen They ain't even they look. they put up a trap for the, the mice, and the mice were pooping on it? Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, it was laughing at us, bro. He's leaving notes and shit. The only thing it ever caught was roaches. Yeah, <laughs> like, I remember that. Oh, great. Now we know we got roaches, too. I knew the mice was playing with us when I came out the room one time. It was like really late at night, a time when they didn't expect anybody to be up. And they was just out there having a Chilling. whole fucking dinner. Chilling. Yeah, it was cool. They was that watching was the TV. Good. I think one was playing the PlayStation. He had a season. I was like, they know like exactly when... To go in and come out. Man like I got a whole Madden franchise. That's when I realized how smart they were. And I didn't delete it because I respected the game. Like he, you I, had to. They nah. using cheat codes. You know, God, I was like, they're not, they're not as dumb as I thought they were. And Barry, shout out to Barry. Shout out to Barry. Barry. The mouse. Barry the mouse. Hey, he didn't deserve to be caught. He, he was didn't. a man. He didn't. And them flying roaches. Speaking of T, do you remember when T? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I remember T. T, you don't need to hear the story, do you? Because you remember yeah, T. T. You remember this story? You remember when T had the fire department come up to the gym? He hurt himself. We was playing. Was, it, this wasn't even no like a rap game or nothing. This was like we open. We were shooting around. It's like no. open gym, shoot arounds. We were literally, it was me, you, and T shooting at a basket. Yeah. No, nobody's checking anybody. No defense, none we, of that. We just look back. T's on the ground holding his leg. We ah! like, T, what happened? Ah! No, my leg is gone. The way he said, my leg is gone. I remember that, and I remember, like we can make fun of him now because he's okay. We weren't, we weren't laughing at the now. time. We were not laughing. Like we, we I was terrified, the, bro. You remember the thumbs up? That's what I'm trying to get to. You don't know how to tell stories. Damn it! Like, <laughs> yo, when he hit the ground, I remember him yelling, and I remember him holding his leg, and he's and I didn't want to look. Like I'm not the kind of guy when people say, yo, his leg is in left field. I'm not looking. You know, how people are like, oh my god, I want to see it. I don't want to see it. I never went back and watched the uh, Lawrence Taylor, Joe Theismann Ooh. video. I don't want to see it. 
So when T said my leg is gone, I believed him. I didn't I didn't go checking for the leg. So in my mind, this man's leg is gone. It's got like, amputation. We don't know where his leg is. He he did one little move and shot a jumper. Now has one leg. We don't know where Barry Sanders is. We don't know what T's like. This is this is this is a find. tragic moment, right? And I just remember like, you know how you see people, like, some pe- everybody does something different. Some people go to the sidelines. Some people get on a knee, immediately start praying. Like, I have my hands on my head, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And then the fire department ends up coming, and they bring in a stretcher. Remind y'all, this is open gym, okay? There is nothing intense going on in here. Not and the all. fire, they got a fire truck outside, bro. The firemen come in full uniform with a stretcher. T's a, T's a big dude, too. T is not a small guy. Not a small guy. They put him on a stretcher. They lift the stretcher up. They start wheeling him out the gym, and he puts a thumb up <laughs> to let the seven of us in the gym know that he's, he's okay. He wanted, he wanted hey. that stadium standing ovation. And we clapped. We didn't know what else to do. Yeah, dude, he's that, all right. That's a oh real clap, too. Hey. That's a real clap right I'm there. I'm still looking for his leg. I'm like, is the, did they pick up the leg? They take the leg with them. Turns out. He tore an ACL, I think. Yeah. No. He was out the next semester. <laughs> he, he was all right, though. He wasn't like. No, I remember him telling us the next time we saw him, because he couldn't come back to school, he tried. Remember he tried he to come back? He did try to come back to school. And he couldn't. He was and tough. He, he told us the first day he got back, he was like, yo. I'm not playing basketball ever again. We were like, T, you never played basketball, bro. <laughs> it, was, it was play. open gym with shoot around. We were shooting the ball. That you, doesn't count. You T was in a, the dude who taped all our games. He was always there, but he wasn't going to play. Always there for us. Shout out to T. T's a man. Appreciate your moment for T, man. He's out there coaching. He's doing really well for himself. He's taking those kids to different levels. Man, I'm really proud of him and what he's become and what he's doing. 100%. He, and he always more. coached us. He always held us down. He was always at the down. tournaments. He was always, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to T. Was there to support. For sure. Who's next? Do you remember the time that you got into a fight with an invisible man and lost? I remember you telling me about it. Yeah. I was drinking 151 in those days. Yeah, you were. I wasn't smart. I think, yo, was you drinking it straight? I would drink, I'd make a cup like 90% 151 and a splash of Coke. That's what it was. I remember that. And I called it my lucky number seven. I remember one time I was throwing up. You were like, what is lucky about this shit? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing (laughs) lucky ever happened when you drunk lucky number seven. I didn't understand why you called it lucky number seven. There was nothing lucky about it. I saw someone set it on fire. In that moment, I knew it wasn't (laughs) for me. Like, why are you drinking this shit, bro? And you used to get drunk off of 151 and a lot of different things used to happen, including... It was this invisible guy that you had beef with. Mind y'all, we are not seven. I need y'all to understand, we are grown men at this time. We're like 23 years old, and Coase is drunk, and every time he gets to a certain level of drunk, there was this invisible guy that he just had consistent beef with (laughs) who always beat his ass, and I just never understood it. Hey, y'all, it's Katie here from The Bird Show. Pride unites us all, and so does Atlanta United. That's why I'm giving you the chance to win a spot in The Bird Show's Pride Night Suite in celebration of Pride Month. That's right. Join me and The Bird Show crew on Sunday, June 2nd, as Atlanta United takes on the fierce rival, Charlotte FC, with kickoff at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We need to beat Charlotte, so we will be loud and proud. Believe that. Oh, and by the way, did I mention Atlanta United is giving away a one-of-a-kind 
pride-inspired towel, plus a $5 donation to Lost and Found Youth, an Atlanta-based nonprofit that provides services to the LGBTQ plus youth, which is included with your Pride Night ticket pack. Remember, to enter for your chance to win a spot in the Burt Show's Pride Night Suite, head over to thebirdshow.com. To guarantee your tickets and Pride Towel, go to atlutd.com and click the Promotional Packs tab for more details. Can't wait to see you all there June 2nd at 4.30 p.m. Together, we are Atlanta. Atlanta United. See you there. You're not the first person to tell me about this. I'm not telling a lie. This is this true. Is facts, yeah. This is facts. You used to. I didn't mind that you would fight them, and we would legit all just kind of sit around and watch you fight this person and laugh because you. You remember when Jim Carrey got into the fight <laughs> with himself yes. and Liar Liar? Yes. And he was like, "I'm kicking my ass." That's what it looked like because you would legit be losing. I've seen people fight somebody invisible. I'm <laughs> but you don't lose. You win. You would lose. And you would walk over and be like, yo, you got me again. <laughs> like, fam. If you're going to make us stop before we go to this party to fight somebody, win the fight. I remember the one time it was when Anthony had just moved in. Brammer. He had just moved in. And he saw it. And you were like, the next morning, you were like, you remember fighting the Invisible Dude? I was like, I did that again? You were like, you did it in front of our new roommate. What the fuck is he going to think about You, you got to wait until he's, like, friends with us, He's got to know who Coast is before you do yeah, this. Yeah, you can't, you can't just do that the first time we meet him. I, didn't, I wasn't happy about that. It was bad. No. I don't drink 151 anymore. When's the last time you seen me drink that? Clap it up for that. <laughs> we don't, you don't have to actually fucking clap. How many times I have to tell you this? Yeah, you don't have to. It's not authentic claps, man. It's not. Wait. Change the game. Make it authentic. So did you think I just had like a choir of people behind me that just clapped every time that I needed an applause? You know, I, I didn't think that much about it. I, I, just, I just thought it was real. Don't you stop know, clapping. It's like Santa Claus. You believe this Santa? Just because. Watch this. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna, you're gonna be blown away by this when you hear this back. Clap it up for the fact that we have fake claps. He still he can't even help it. He's still clapping. All right. Never mind. Now, one fight that you did win was when you punched the only black guy in a fraternity. You always tell it that way. As my white friend. Because that's, that's the way I remember. He was about to hit you. That's not the I point. Had to hit him. I didn't have a choice. Point. Yo, so one day, um, those, well, I was going to say for those who may not know, no one knows. No but Coast actually wanted to be a comedian before I wanted to be a comedian. And. Nice. I remember uh, at the time, Coach had like a notepad and he was working on his jokes and you were supposed to get on stage and I went with you to uh, an open mic. You remember that? Yes. And I remember... Yeah. And I remember being inspired uh, for two different reasons. One, because you had the balls to do it. And at the time, I was like, I'm not getting on no stage by myself to tell no damn jokes. Like, that was incredible to me. And two, I had watched a lot of the guys there get up there and then that's when it started to kind of seep into my mind like i could do this they're not funny like they're that. not funny right like you know what i'm saying like in my head i'm like if this is funny maybe i should consider comedy <laughs> wait till they see me you know what i mean and that was kind of in a way the universe's way of introducing me to the possibility of becoming a comedian but it was really you in the beginning who had this idea to do it and like i said i remember you creating jokes and taking it real seriously. So when I finally got to the point where I was doing comedy and um, I had the opportunity to perform uh, my first sold-out show, which I was really excited about, 
You're my dude. And I never forgot that moment. And I wanted you to get an opportunity to experience what it's like to go up there on stage and do your thing in a sold-out place. Because it's not it's, in front of four people. No. In front of us 400 people. There you go. <laughs> it's It really is magical, though. It's a magical experience. And one that I think anyone who's ever wanted to experience it should get an opportunity to at least once. Nothing like it. Nothing like Literally. it. Literally. And so I asked Coach to open up for me. And I, I want to say it was the first time I'd ever asked a friend or a family member to open up for me, which after you did it, it became a thing of mine yeah. that I now do. But uh, the, fir- the very <laughs> first joke I told was this joke, right? I believe it was where I basically told the crowd, this is um, where I basically told the crowd, so this is my best friend, one of my best friends, Obviously, he's white, and the one time that we got into a fight, it was with a, a fraternity, a white fraternity, who had one black member, and that's the guy he decided to punch in the face. And then I questioned our entire friendship from that point. And I could just remember you, I could see you, like, walking off stage like, oh, fuck, come on. Like, you always tell the story that way, and then I give no more details as to why he decided to hit the only black guy, because that's not important, but here's your moment to explain why you hit the only black guy and what actually happened that day. I went outside. We were at a party. We yeah. didn't know anybody at the party. We did not. I think there was five of us. Only two of us fought, but there was five of us, I think. Right. Um, now, wait. Before you get to what you heard, it's important for me to note. Again, we were not starting trouble in this place. No. They were way more of them than it was of us. We, the last thing we wanted to do was to get into something here. We'd be dumb. We'd and be dumb to start that fight. Completely. And I was sitting on a couch... Minding my business. That is a true story. Those are facts. And a young lady sat next to me. She was attractive. I do remember that. She was also black. And now, mind you, it's probably me, her, and another guy, the, the, the black guy in the frat who coast hit. It's that's and maybe maybe the guy, one of the guys we came with. It's a ton of people here. We're the only black people there. And this big, really big dude, he was, I remember him being a big guy. The girl starts talking to me. She wasn't flirting with me. She was just talking to me. We were just talking. It was innocent. But he comes and he sits in between us. It turns out that he was her jealous boyfriend. He was drunk. He didn't know what was going on between the two of us. And I really do think that he looked at us and saw that we were both black and probably thought there was some kind of connection going on. That wasn't at all happening. He's like, I don't know how this works. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right? Like, I just wanted to sit down. And I think she did, too. And it was one couch. It's college. You know, you got the big-ass house, one couch, right? So we're just sitting down. And he sits in between us purposely and to break us apart and ends up sitting on my lap. And at that time in my life, I'm like, all right. You weren't the one. Yeah, you're not going to sit on my lap. So I pushed him off my lap. And when I pushed him off my lap, he he said some words I didn't appreciate. And so the next thing I know, he punched my fist with his face. And I don't know why he did that. He should not have done that, allegedly. It was a bad idea. That was a bad idea. And the next thing I know, he's on the couch. And uh, he, he wasn't doing so well in that fight. That's when I walk in. And before you walked in, how did you even get to this point from your point of view? I literally, I went outside to maybe take a phone call or talk to a girl. I don't really remember. But I was outside. I walk in the back door. I look up. I see a black dude beating the shit out of some dude on the couch. And I was like, probably somebody I'm with. So I run over there. (laughs) Chances are. (laughs) And and I'm not too worried because you're definitely winning. It's not close. So one-on-one, let it be done. Some dude, his friend, was thinking about jumping in. And I was like, don't do that. Whatever. 
the fight ends, we break it up, everything is good. Then they all want to fight us because then they realize we don't have any numbers. <laughs> they got all the numbers. Right. And the only dude I knew in the fraternity tried to hit me. He, was, he wasn't black, but he was mixed. Very light-skinned. But he, he was mixed. He did, like, a lot of people didn't know that. I knew him because he was dating a girl I knew. He tried to swing at me, and I moved, and you hit him. I remember that. And then I forgot about black that part. dude you're talking about. Yeah. That was definitely black. The only one in the fraternity yeah, he, that was he definitely, was no question, was going to swing at you, and I hit him. Yep. <laughs> and then we got into a fight, basically with them two, but there was so many of them behind them. But they were just like, you know when people fake fight? Yeah, it was a lot of that. And they're like, just trying to like realistically, pushing. if they if they wanted. We lost. If they yeah. really wanted us, we wouldn't have got out of there. No chance. It was no way. No way. But we, we, we ended up clearing our way out. We made it out by the grace of God. The head of the fraternity said he liked us. He yeah, said, he, he said, actually appreciated because he said, the dude, when I told him who started the fight, he was like, Dude's asshole. Oh, yeah. Everybody and, knows about that guy. And he said, you two are insane to try to fight a whole fraternity. There's just two of you. Yeah. And I was like, there's more than that of us. They just didn't help us. And I appreciated <laughs> the fact that he had enough sense and he used enough logic to go, there's no way that they started this fight because who in the hell would start a fight at the frat house with a frat? Like, you're not doing that. He invited us back. We didn't go back because we're not dumb. Right. But he invited us. <laughs> he did. He did. And I just remember the funniest thing is as we're walking home, there my dude is who just got into one of the more dangerous fights he'd probably ever been in in his life where things could have really went really bad. And in your mind, you probably know I didn't start it, but you probably also know I did more than I had to for it to start, right? <laughs> and and my first, the first thing I say to him is not thank you or I appreciate you having my back. Why'd you hit the black dude? Why'd huh? you hit the black guy? I'm sorry for hitting the black guy. I should have let him hit you. If I would have known that it would have went on stage, been on in the moment, been on the Burt Show, I would have not done that. I Yo, you should have let him clean my clock. Now, if we ever get into a situation again, which I hope we don't because we're old and washed. We're too old. We're too old. You are going to let the black guy destroy me. I'm not jumping in. And I deserve that. Unless they're making fun of you in a dress. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I got fair. You, I appreciate it. Then you got to be Lion Forest. Lion Forest is coming out <laughs> to play. All right, so we finally cleared up the reason There's that reason. you hit <laughs> the only black guy at the party. Shout out to him. Shout out to him and the fraternity. I don't remember the name. He was the only black dude in a white fraternity. I'm sure he had it rough. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I know now. My brothers are already too comfortable. I I know today (laughs) what he was going through then a lot more than I knew then, for sure. I still would have hit him again.